sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That's Tom's sides. And that's Sean's sides. As I was saying, Sean, we're in the same city. I'm so excited to be sitting here with you, man. This is awesome. Yeah, it's crazy to like be in the same room after 30 episodes. This is the first time that we've like been sitting in each other's presence, not over a computer screen. Uh, it's absolutely the best. Now I can like touch you and then oh, like, make fun oh, of felt you so good. you're something silly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's hard like... You know, you have the protection of being across the country sometimes if you want to say some really stupid things. <laughs> exactly. It's not. It's, it's, it's easier to get away with stuff when it's a computer screen yeah. blocking each other. If I start going uh, scissors, paper, rock, and we're in person, you can address it immediately and be like, what the fuck? And maybe even shove me a little. I don't even know why this <laughs> irks me so much, man. Like, it's when it's said wrong and then I have to deal with that, I'm just like... No, you're a human being. You should know so much better that it's rock, paper, scissors. Like, why are you saying it weird? Who are you trying to impress? Well, it's like I've said in the past. It's fun to wordsmith. It's fun to say things, you know, and sometimes you got to mix it up a little bit. You say the same words over and over and over again in the exact same pattern. It gets boring. You know, let's fucking mix shit up. Let's change the world. You're you're saying like you were mixing shit up. I guarantee you, you said that by accident. <laughs> probably the first you time. Just After that, it became very intentional. <laughs> <laughs> and probably for the rest of once my I life. realized how much it bothered you, I kept doing it. <laughs> very true. Yeah. So you had a good flight in Edmonton. Yeah, man, it was pretty sweet. Got a free beverage. It was nice. Like I ordered myself like a rye and ginger on the plane, and then nothing the wrong with that. Up. The guy was all like, I'll come back and charge you. And I was like, cool. Next thing we knew, I'm exiting the plane and having not paid for said drink. So, like, winter, <laughs> winter, chicken dinner. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So. I like a free drink from time to time. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that at all. If you guys can't see, Sean's trying to pull up all of our uh, our information. So, if you want to follow us on uh, Instagram, it's at uh, two sides of the story pod on our Instagram and TikTok. So, if you want to follow us there, also, we have an email. You want to email us, give us your like questions, or ask us nonsense, or just tell us we're amazing, or tell us we suck. Either way, <laughs> you can email us at the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com, or as the locals say it, Gmail. <laughs> it's definitely, uh, we like it when people email us, is what I'm trying to say. So when we get emails, we discuss them on the show, we read them live. Mm-hmm. You guys can uh, check out how we respond to them. So that's yeah, always fun. Always a good time. Always, always, always a good time. So please, like, get in touch with us. Drop us a line. We just love hearing from other people and not just having to, like, tolerate each other. Yeah, definitely. So uh, you check out the hockey pool lately, Tom? Yeah, man, I have, and we all know that you're fucking first place. Oh, shit, that's right, yeah. It must be nice to have Connor McDavid, and he just gets you, like, 86 points a fucking game. What can I say? I'm an Oilers fan, and I got to draft first. Honestly, whoever drafted first in our pool definitely would have picked McDavid because he is the greatest player right now. Like, McDavid and Dreisaitl are just, like, a one-two combo of death in the first two round picks. It worked out very well. Here I am with the third pick. I got Austin Matthews, who's got me a gentleman zero points. But just <laughs> you fucking wait until he actually starts to like doing what Austin Matthews does, and then it's going to be a night and day difference, man. Yeah, it'll help you. That's for sure. Because you've been like hanging in there too. Like you're in what sixth place right now I've or fifth? Been, 
I've been happily jumping around between fourth and sixth. Yeah, and that's without your top performer performing. So, like, you got some room to get better there. That's for damn sure. Yeah, so, like, just be on the lookout. You have, like, one guy that's carrying four other people for you. It's true. And that's, like, part of my pick strategy. When I picked Poyarvi, I knew he was going to be playing on the top line with McDavid. And I also knew that there was a good chance Dreisaitl would be on the second line with Nugent Hopkins. So, picking up Hopkins... Pugliarvi McDavid, I know that it's spread out. Like, it's also a risk with Nugent Hopkins, though, too, because he does um, slip sometimes when it comes to the penalty killing. He does a lot of penalty kill minutes, so he yeah. could lose points there, too, if they score on us. But Yeah, well, here's hoping that you lose nothing but points. <laughs> and uh, we'll see a rise in my direction going up in the podcast. Have you seen how Paul's doing? I didn't check recently. That oh, poor bastard. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. Dead last. Um... I don't know. He's got to make some big trades. Like he's got a couple injuries. Like I think his only big name is Alex Ovechkin, and no one else seems to be putting up points for him the way he needs them. He got a bunch of like late bloomers, which I honestly can relate with because here I am. I got Austin Matthews not doing anything. Tyler Toffoli for the Canadians, and the Canadians can't even buy a win at this point. This is pretty rough. Is it four now? They're zero and four at Buffalo Sabres. Are like, still undefeated, and, like, <laughs> Michigan State hockey should be able to fucking defeat them with ease because on paper they should suck, but lo and behold, they don't suck this. Like, what's going on? You're missing Jack Eichel. You guys haven't had a winning season for, like, three seasons now. Like, you guys are awful. We had, you're destroying everybody. Like, I don't understand what's happening in Buffalo. Listen. To me, it's, like, funny when that kind of thing happens because you just can't predict it, and it's hockey. Like, any team can win that's on the ice if they just have the right balances and things go their, their, I, go their way, you know? I disagree, man. This is NHL hockey. This is, like, I don't know. Like, you could... These teams that should be amazing should continue to be amazing. And the fact that the Canadians are shitting the bed with 0-4, everyone's wanting to, like call Bergevin and be like, hey, can you like make a fucking move here? And he's just like, <laughs> no, like it's been four games. I'm not gonna change anything crazy just yet. And then like but we're watching Buffalo, like the rise of Buffalo the Buffalo Sabres. Like what the fuck is happening? I like the panic and the like confidence of the hockey pool at this point because we're like most teams haven't played five games mm-hmm. and there's already been shit talking and you know the whatsapp lights up from time to time people going back and forth with fake injury reports and <laughs> oh i love it you get everyone fucking going on it like even uncle john the legendary uncle john chimed in with some good one because we had a a guy uh, ice master flex nick uh was saying like, oh, I made a trade, but I didn't realize that the trade doesn't take place till tomorrow. Can I make this trade instead? I'm so sorry, I fucked up. And then like, we had a consensus that it was like, all right, man, we'll let it slide this one time, but like next time, would you fucking read the rules, please? But then John, out of nowhere, chimes in, <laughs> goes like, oh, I didn't realize that my first round draft pick Kucherov was going to get injured this season. Can I just like get? Kopitar to replace him because I didn't know and I like that level of chirping was just like delicious <laughs> it was I so mean if, you, if one rule doesn't apply do any of the rules apply that's the funny part yeah so shout out to my running mate Hogan um, you're an S-H-A-W-N just like me yeah. and I feel like the two of us together the power of the Shans were fucking dominating the top two spots I know like last night uh, Thursday night the Oilers played and he was leading you know nice first place comfort and then of course Connor McDavid started playing hockey and uh, I was able to leapfrog him again but we're we're neck and neck and it's the power of the Shans man and if you'd like the short form it's shh it sounds really good too 
Listen, man, I don't understand why you're being so cordial with enemies, because he's out for fucking blood. You have no idea. That's you, okay. You think, like, oh, yeah, no, we're showing power. I'll be first, you'll be second. <laughs> no, no, he's going to do everything he can to fucking decimate you. That's okay, so though. everybody. Like, right? I get that, too, but I'm just saying if... You know, if another Sean were to win, it feels like the team won, even yeah. though I, I'm not the winner, you know what I mean? It's like, you know what I'm saying, like, you love your Toms, like, you want to get your Tom Tommy sleeve tattoo. I feel You're, like it's different. I, you cheer for I other Toms. I don't, I, I don't, don't have a lot of SHAWNs. Like, when I, like, when Thomas Cabrera was playing for the fucking Maple Leafs, I still treated him like he was the fucking enemy. Like, what's going on here? Okay, well, I had Sean Horkoff playing for the Oilers. He was another SHAWN. I cheered for him. but he Because you cheer for the Oilers. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I don't encounter a lot of Shawns. What can I say? You gotta cheer, you gotta cheer each other on. Uh, um, I, this is you just reaching, reaching well, for Living fucking. in a world of scenes... When you meet another real Sean that sounds it out properly, yeah. you want to fucking know them and, you know, well, cheer them on a little. You mean the real Sean's? Like the S-H-A-U-N? S-H-A-U-N? Yeah, like Sean of the Dead. Oh, uh, that's one Sean. I think that's the weird Scottish version. But the big popular one is S-E-A-N. But we're taking it back. We're taking we're taking it back. The S H A W. Sean Bean that isn't even seen Bean or Sean yeah. Vaughn. I told you this, like the guy I had that worked with us, Sean Keen. But or Sean Keen, yeah, and I, or because it can't be Sean Con, yeah. It's like you can't fucking have it both ways. It's got to be one way or the other. I'm not okay with it going both ways. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. The English language is fucked. Yeah, it definitely can be a challenge for a lot of people. I'm sure. Yeah, man. So I gotta tell you, man, I'm having a great day with you. You came and got me. I'm staying at my sister's place. You can't pick me up. We go have a dope ass lunch at uh, the Five and Dive over at Wem West Edmonton Mall. And now, like, we're getting some new two sides of the hats, uh, two sides of the story hats being done. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm super excited. Well, you got yours in Montreal that you're showing off and wearing yeah. now, and this will be my first two sides of the story hat, yeah. so I'm, like, super stoked. We got the, like, specs sent back to us and got to see the first hat made. Like, yeah. we're going to be picking them up after we yeah. record this podcast, so. They're still not perfect yet, but the guy at Liz is doing a good job, and, like, they're gonna look legit and like I like how they're coming out like just I want to tweak one thing for future hats and then maybe once we find that like perfect recipe we'll start maybe finding a way to sell hats to people if they if they're into that sort of thing definitely it's a cool thing our our logo looks pretty sweet just saying it pops man it's fucking pops I really like it obviously we talk like we're talking hockey right now to the people that are hearing us for the first time but we also are like both huge nerds we love everything fandom from movies to comics to like if you could see the setting we're in right now i'm I'm, I'm looking (laughs) around your place like i see a phaser a communicator like a like a play set of the star (laughs) trek enterprise or is that yeah it's a lego set is that the og uh, no, it's uh, yeah, that's the original yeah, series. Original ship. series. On the other side, you have like photo, like like photos of like cast members of Star Trek. You have like sexy Patrick Stewart, and then Will <laughs> Riker just fucking posing in full uniform. Double Deanna Troy. Like, what's going on? I love it. It's like a nerd central. I, I, but it still looks nice too. You know, there's a way of presenting your nerdism that is still classy. Oh, and you are delivering with such class i kind of set it up myself and it didn't look as nice it was cluttered and crystal was like i'll let you have it out 
but I'm fucking setting it all up. I would but, be okay with that. Yeah, like my bone selection, like I had it kind of clustered, clustered, and now she's kind of got it all set, like fossils and all that kind of stuff, and the He-Man, you know, you yeah. gotta still represent some of that stuff. I, I still have some DVDs out. I know it's like risque in today's world of streaming everything, but there's certain DVDs that are just nice to have. And well, you gotta have like the commentary or like the director's like extras. And all yeah, that exactly. Stuff. It's like the the ten year release of Clerks. Like it has three different versions of the movie Clerks on it, and like yeah. a bunch of different bonus stuff. So it's cool to have that kind of stuff yeah, still. It's but dope. I refuse to uh, throw them away. I know they're worthless now. Nobody watches DVDs very often. Yeah, anymore. but they said the same thing about records, and now look at us. Like they're coming back in a big fucking way. That's true. That's true. Like I'm like I'm so upset with my parents when like when I was a kid we had a dope ass record collection. Like, amazing stuff. My parents worked in a record store in Ottawa, and they had this pimp record collection. And then, like, 1995 rolled around, and they're like, well, this is a dead technology. We're just going to get rid of it. That's sad. That sucks. They got rid of them all at a fucking garage sale. And, like, for pennies of what they would be (laughs) worth today. I'd be so sad at my dad if he didn't still have his collection. Yeah. Recently, like, my dad's getting older, as you know, and he, he wanted to talk to, like, me and Josh and Jan a little bit. He's like, you know... First, he just calls me up randomly, and I'm like, hey, Dad, how's it going? He's like, oh, not too bad. I want to talk to you about something. I'm like, yeah, what's up, Dad? And he's like, well, you know, like, I'm getting up there in age, and I'm going to die one day. So what? Of, which of my things would you like? What a, what and I'm like, what? Have that what the fuck? What are you talking about, Dad? Like, you're fine. You're he- like, my dad's healthy. He's in pretty decent shape. Like, he still works, at, like, a job building houses, So and he's 65 years old. But he wanted to, like, have a talk. I'm like, Dad... Since I was a child, you know exactly what I want. I want your record collection because I collect records. There's no Josh and Jen, my brother and sister, can cordially fuck off. They're my records, and it's not a big deal. I listen to them just as much as my dad did. They didn't touch them. They're not theirs. I don't care. And I've said this to Josh and Jen as well, and they're like, yeah, fuck, we don't To be fair, you should be getting a third-round pick on this just because you're, like, the youngest. That would be the theory, but I was also the last to leave the house, so I feel like there's ownership there. Like, the stuff was longer Ah. mine. Like, possession is nine-tenths the law, and I possessed it longer than they did. I keep making fun of my sister because my dad has, like, these cast uh, dragons. uh, She gets the dragons. I hope the siblings kind of reach out to you over the podcast and just, like, no, fuck you. We're going to have a draft for records, <laughs> and you're going to pick and choose which ones you want based on seniority, and you suck, Sean. No, not today. That would be like, like I don't like your involvement in this because you're making very good points. Yeah. Like a draft would make sense so that we each get a third of everything. Yeah. But I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, <less. laughs> yeah. what, what, like, what are other options that are on the table that you I don't think know. Jen and Josh would go for? Like, because if it's like, only his pristine record yeah. collection. He's gonna be like, no, like you only have the one thing. <laughs> like he collects like those little pewter dragons that have yeah. like the crystals in them. So I said Jen can have those because she loves dragons. Yeah, she doesn't really, but she can deal with that. So- she can get the thing that she kind of not really likes. And then Josh, I figured like respectfully, he could have all of my dad's hand knit vests that my grandma June knitted for my dad when he was like 15, 16 years old that my dad frequently tries to give to all of us, but none of them will fit us because my dad was like a skinny 15-year-old kid when they were made, and he squeezes into them. So it's like I figured Josh could have those, you know what I mean? 
I don't want to dibby out exactly. Like it's it's fucking weird. It's a weird conversation even we're having now on the subject matter. Yeah, <laughs> but it's funny. Like timely version of, of your father's <laughs> death. What would I want? Yeah. What a subject. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how it came up. Oh wait, I brought it up. Yeah. But anyways, um, I always like my dad. Well, we said to his mom and dad like. Whatever you guys want to do in life, do it. I don't want anything from you when you're dead. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want an inheritance from you. Spend your money, enjoy your life. And I've always, yeah. like, thought the same thing about that, too. Like, yeah. fucking live life, enjoy it. You know, I don't... You never want to focus on what you're getting to me. Like, yeah. some people feel entitled about that kind of thing, and that's weird to me. Oh, yeah, there was those plenty of people that, like, killed their parents just so they can... Get, that's true. Get yeah, that, the Mendez brothers. Whatever. Yeah, like, that money, that's fucking nuts. I like that. There's but a like so if anything suspect happens to Uncle Steve and all of a sudden the records go missing, like the one suspect. <laughs> Pretty Unless much. like Jen or Josh combine their powers to frame you. Ooh, that would that be smart. That way they get the fucking record collection. That'd be fucking the, ingenious. Yeah. The plot thickens, as they say. Yeah, so, uh, Uncle Steve, upon listening to this, don't trust your family. Uh, I wouldn't trust Sean, Josh, or Jen right now. You made a gross error in judgment by making this an option for them. Yeah, it was a weird uh, conversation on the phone to have anyway. <laughs> he even called you, was he even in person? No, he just phoned me randomly one day. And that's what I'd say, like, I'm just living life, and all of a sudden I'm like, hello? Hey, Dad, like hey, Dad. When I die box going on? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what was up with that conversation. Like I said, he's in good health, too, so it's not like it's a thing where he's like, I better get prepared. But, like, I get it, too. You know, like, he's my. He's like 65, no? Yeah, he's still a young man in ways. Yes, I agree. He's 65 years young. However, like, you can't help but, I guess, think about mortality every once in a while. For sure. I think about that kind of thing, too. Like, you know, everyone has to, especially if you're a collector, because part of collecting, like, you amass. Mm -hmm. But then what are you going to do with it when you die? Or are you going to make your family deal with it? Or, like, how's it? what's going to happen to it after you're gone? Yeah. And you could answer that question yourself. Like, you know, I buy and sell stuff, and there's certain things, certain times when I find the right person for the right item, I'm like, I'll let it go. Yeah. Because that's the person that it belongs with, you know? Yeah, like that sword you promised me? Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to let... I I actually thought about this. I was going to let you have a look at them and pick one out. Because there's a couple options. That would be fucking awesome. But can you get it home? Like, can you take it now? Is no, what I was at wondering. This juncture. That's no. kind of what I thought yeah. too. I so would then. have to like get a case for it and then check it under the plane. Yeah. Like it's got to go underneath. There's a process to like traveling yeah. with swords. So I'm like sure. now when I travel, I go strictly carry on. I don't do fuck with. Uh, checking in bags anymore yeah. like I'm going for like a good while well and then there's the thing too like you take this sword you go to Vancouver and then you're like oh yeah I'm moving across the country so then I have to take this sword with me on like not one airplane but several airplanes uh, yeah so that's a pain in the ass too yeah. but there's there's if there's a will there's a way we can probably package it up like we can make it a shipment thing because I also the company I work for has its own cargo. Yeah. So we can just cargo. No, for sure. If you want to take it home today, you take it home today. Or if you want to take it to Michelle's, you take it to Michelle's. However you want to do this, I don't know can how you David imagine just her. getting dropped off at her house and I have like a whole broadsword? <laughs> She's going to look at me like, fucking what? <laughs> Why do you have... Look what Sean gave me. Yeah. <laughs> a fucking sword? You're like sisters. We barely trust you with scissors. I don't know (laughs) if you're going to be allowed to hang out with Sean anymore when you come to Edmonton because he might be a bad influence. But you should give your cousin a sword. To anyone listening to our podcast or on TikTok Live right now, right here, 
give your cousin a source but like thomas is my younger cousin we you know didn't know each other growing up or this motherfucker would have had a sword years ago but now we're together we're here in person recording this i gotta give the guy a sword you know like i mean i uh, now i want the sword i want us to go pick out swords later <laughs> and i'm gonna go back to my sister's house and be like that's what's up i have a yeah. fucking sword so this is what's happening then yeah. after this podcast uh, after we're done recording <laughs> i'm gonna be like I need to know what my sword's going to be like. Are they already named? Can I name it? You get to name it, yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, you can't, like, give someone a pre-named sword unless it's, like, a historic sword that's, like, been used and it has a name that it's earned. But, like, it's now, you know, you're... Are your swords, like, replicas of, like, famous swords? Like No, they're just kind of, like, knockoffy. Like, I don't have, like, an amazing so, sword. So I can't go into battle, is what you're saying? You could. You just have to use it wisely. Don't be trying to swing swords. Just stabby-stabby with it. Aim for eyes. Aim for necks. Don't fucking try to swing <laughs> to hit big bones, right? <laughs> if you're trying to cleave a leg off, you're not going to want to use one of these swords. But if you're just pokey-pokey-ing, you could probably, like, use this sword. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. It also amazes me that there's still, like, these guys that are doing, like, blacksmith as, like, a trade or a hobby yeah so like I, I was watching like what's the show fortune fire baby yeah these fucking guys and then like they spent all day trying to make a perfect sword that meets <laughs> these requirements and then this one fucking guy that goes so i'm gonna go test your sword for this and then breaks it in half going well it would have been a good sword had you not like dude all day i've been working on this thing and you just like you broke you knew you were gonna break it's it it's like a five day process I love that show and as soon as I saw it I got a group chat going with a couple guys that are local and we're like we have to make a forge because nice. we need to forge our own swords because it's cool to have a sword it's cool to have a knife I like it it makes me feel delight yeah. however it would be a lot fucking cooler if you made the sword yourself that would be a fun it's, it would be a fun skill to learn I have a buddy that does uh, leather work here in Edmonton and he does dope stuff he actually made me a mankind mask like the wrestler man it's funny i was gonna jokingly say like face masks you mean yeah like sex face masks and you literally had one made for you that's yeah awesome but it was like the wrestler mankind and it's legit (laughs) it's fucking legit like he did the best work on this um i think it's xeno leather on instagram follow him there he does dope stuff like wallets and shit like that like it's cool when you take some work your way so like it kicks some work his way because he will make you a pimp ass wallet and then uh his significant other works for fedex so like shipping it to you wouldn't be a, an issue either so they will figure some shit out um if that's a thing that you want to do and you're not in the local area he does pimp work yeah pimp i like work. that when you know people who have a craft that create things that you can then support like yeah. we always talk about like support local and like we're talking about restaurants mm-hmm. and shit but there's a lot of cool stuff like I know I've I don't really know them, but I've been looking into having some silver custom made, some silver pieces. And uh, well, I have a couple ideas in mind, but I'd like to have my own coin, like with a sides, something to do with sides, Superman on one side, my face on the other. I'm just joking about that. Or, or like I've thought about getting the emblem of our two sides of the story made out of silver, like a a two ounce piece. I've been actually I've talked to a few silversmiths to have it done. Yeah, and it's something I'm looking into for sure. Out of curiosity, what 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 does that run you? Well, you gotta like run it. It'll be dependent on when it's purchased because it always goes off the price of silver. They always charge like an ounce price per silver and then an ounce price per arding. So if you want, I call it silver at like an all-time low even though there's a finite amount of silver no 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 it's not it's like doing fairly well it you like before the pandemic it was at 
between 12 and $18 an ounce for silver. Oh. Then the pandemic hit and it went up as high as $40 an ounce at one point. Oh shit. It like fucking went crazy. So everybody got into it was stacking thinking it was going to go into the hundreds. But now it's like balanced back out where it's around like 30 it floats between 28 and 33 right now. This is what I get for just eavesdropping on other people's conversations. I know so little on the subject, but I recently heard something about silver rather recently and then i was just like i want to retain some of this and then bring it to sean (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it's cool like i like stacking in that sense it's what it's called when you stack because you stack the coins but it's interesting like i like art too in certain ways and to have like our logo hammered out into like silver you know just the fact that we have a logo is fucking pimp like i'm wearing a two sides hat right now limited edition there's only one like one of a kind fucking hat one of one and if you want some Tom Sides DNA and I'll sign this and I'll give it to anybody for a good price but, uh, <laughs> one day yeah. it'll be something you can put away in like 50 yeah. years sell it to someone yeah uh, probably this is the first two sides of the story I had ever made worn by Tom Sides blood sweat and tears went into like <laughs> everyday life but the sheer fact that like we have a thing and then we just be like see that that's fucking ours and it's awesome it is like to be able to have a podcast that we created and you know even now we're recording episode 30 live in each other's company like we talked about this it was like a concept then we started pumping episodes out you know seeing feeling it out seeing how it goes and now the downloads and the listens are getting up there every week and it's it's cool to see and we appreciate like all the support from everyone oh it's awesome man we're like again we're this is gonna be 30 episodes in and um uh, well, I don't want to say we're killing it because we like obviously we're not Joe Rogan, but I mean we're still pumping them out. We're having a time doing it. Yeah, and that's kind of like the point of the matter. We were talking earlier during lunch about how it's like you're making fun of like influencers and t- YouTubers and ironically TikTokers about how everyone wants to try and be famous, and then here we are, you know, still trying to be kind of famous, even though like we both have jobs and work for a living. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, challenging at times, but we always seem to make it work, that's for sure. There's a lot of, like, that's the other thing of, like, being in two different time zones and different places all the time. Like, we bring this up every podcast now. It's just like, <laughs> how do we nail the time? Like, how do we get this? Like, I got I got this day off. Do you have this day off? Fucking shit. All right. Uh, but we always seem to bang them out, and that's always a good time. Yeah, figuring out logistics can always be um, interesting, that's for sure. Are you, are you checking something out? Everything cool on the old TikTok? Yeah, I think so. I'm just making sure. Crystal sent me a message saying she couldn't see it but she could be trying to log in through her thing and that could be why she doesn't see it at the moment but i see that like people are watching i think right now we oh, keep talking awesome. i'll have a look and see maybe we got a close personal look with sean yeah yeah some people are there and it seems to be working so nice. there's that any comments uh nothing yet all right nothing yet well, if you're listening on the tiktok drop us a line ask us a question we are doing this live so please if you have anything you want to ask us anything dumb or any comments feel free to join in on the conversation indeed we are here and we will listen so there's that and anywho yeah so we're just making this happen also to like trial by fire right now this is like tiktok's more sean's like domain and i'm more of just like hey let me just talk for like a good little while and then we'll make this happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> pretty much. Like, I'll I'll edit the fucker and then we'll put it out there. That's kind of where I'm at. I feel like I put a filter on us or something because the video looks different now. Yeah, 
That's oh. okay though. It must be like Halloweeny or something. It looks know. super tan now. Yeah, it looked nice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it looked like if you were able to go into the sun. Yeah, exactly. We're still figuring out the TikTok live part. That's for sure, which yeah. is funny. But anywho. Yeah. Everyone's getting close and personal with Sean right now. There we go. Hey guys, nice to get up and close personal with you. Yeah. yeah, we're figuring out new technology. It'll be funny um, to see like what people are seeing and how our podcast ends up sounding this time around to the audio listeners. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully it all works out and like hopefully we're doing this properly. It would be such a shame if we did this whole podcast to find out like somewhere along the the way we we fucked this up and now it's no good. <laughs> It's very possible yeah. because um, Crystal's saying she can't see it, but hopefully, like, it's being seen. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing with the TikTok exactly. Like, we had the chip fiasco already. Yeah, I was about to bring uh, that up. Is this going to be, like, the second scandal? Like, the, oh, sure, TikTok live. No, yeah. now it's not fucking live. Like, I don't know, guys. Uh, yeah, we do this all the time. Like, I went to, like, my personal Instagram page going, like, hey, we're going to go to TikTok. We go to Soon to Be Sides to watch us do this whole thing. Like, we're going to do the live podcast come and see us and then like i don't know uh, hopefully it works <laughs> uh, i'm getting some messages saying it's not working so hopefully someone out there seeing us either way we're gonna have the audio settings this is so hilarious to me do we have any comments because i think we're getting some stuff here yeah there's something that says there but i don't know exactly what that is yeah yeah we're yeah we're seeing some stuff okay yeah people joining yeah like we got this guy Matt who follows us and they're like uh, oh what's up Matt yeah uh, he saw it on the IG post and then we got being Brittany going it's working so sweet perfect we're so happy this is working out for you guys and you're seeing it and I hope you're enjoying it um, yeah we should probably take better glances at the comments that are coming through so we could properly answer questions if you have them but yeah it's definitely in meantime, possible in the meantime we'll probably just like ramble and ramble and ramble like we normally do on the podcast yeah, exactly. I'm going to open up mine, and then I can fucking look at hers who's commenting, and then we can possibly respond to the comments as they're coming. Something like that. I'm going to figure this technology out. genius. I would never even have thought about that. Like, I'm so, <laughs> like, I, I, like, I live in the generation where I should be, like, the most, like, technology, like, pro person and, like, I think that ended at, like, setting up Dude, DVD players or a PS4. I'm fucking tripping out right now. I'm watching... You're watching yourself. You no, know, listen, like, I'm t yeah, I'm talking on the podcast while watching the live of us being recorded while watching the live recorded. That is so weird to me. Yeah, so that's cool, at least. Yeah. And it is, like, a little weird that our background is one way and then we're sitting in another way, but, you know... We can't win them all. No, that's for sure. We we try to, like, figure it out as we go. As we've talked about, like, Thomas is the tech guy. So anything that goes wrong with technology, you guys, you send him an email about this, and I'm sure he can help you resolve it. Yeah, it's at SeanSize <laughs> at Send him all the emails. Pretty much. That's yeah. funny. Um, yeah, no, it's fun. It's fun to uh, just be doing like the live and sitting and and this was a great idea this is something we only spoke about at lunch and next thing i know like here we are we got the laptop over here recording the show we got the tiktok going right here watching us do it as best we can like this is a uh, is actually fucking awesome right now like this is really cool yeah it is for a last minute like we had to stop pick up a cord so we could have two mics set up and that was like the biggest hurdle along the way other than waking up this i do morning. want to say this like what the fuck, Apple? Like, I, I, like, I have all your stuff. <laughs> yeah. And you, the one thing that you guys want to do is make it so you guys are different. So you have the USB C 
which is fine. Be different. But, like, have the equipment so we can, like, have the adapter. If I have to go to another store, like, that's kind of bullshit. It is. Like, the fact, like, we go there, we go to the Apple store in West End. We, like, now they're, like, you can't just walk into the store. Yeah, they're, like, tell them what like you I want. thought the guy that was there just to literally check our cards. Like, yeah. and I was, like, ready. Here's my vaccine passport. Yeah. No big deal. But then we go up to the door, and he's, like, uh, the fuck no, you don't get to answer. I stole Thomas's the fuck no, because I like that. Yeah. But any, anyways, so he's, like, no, what do you guys want here? Like, what do you mean, what do we want here? We want a cord. Like, we'd like to buy oh. something. And it went down a lot nicer than what I'm saying right now, because yeah, Thomas like, is hey, polite. I was just, like, hey, man, how you doing? He's, like, hi. I'm, like, so what do you guys want here? I'm, like. Well, I'll tell you what we want. What we really, well, really want. I was going to do that <laughs> if you didn't. Uh, Sweet. So we're you looking for there. this USB-C adapter. So, like, we'll want to take a USB, plug it into something so I can plug it into my laptop. Because, like, we don't have those. And we're like, why? You're the ones that make <laughs> it complicated. No other, like, laptop does it this way. Why are you doing this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just silly. Some people sometimes how they operate in businesses and all that jazz. But you would think you keep certain things in stock. Maybe it's just something that they have that goes out of sale really quickly because they're not, not compatible with anything else. I, I was trying to think back on it today. Where, like, when we went to West Edmonton Mall, I think we went to, the, for my first time at Wham, I think, was with you. Like, oh, okay. I didn't like, know that. Six years ago. And I remember we smoked a joint and then we went to Tim Hortons and we watched hockey. Like, there was a hockey game on. Like, uh, on in the ice on in the, the arena? Like the, yeah. The, okay, the, okay. On the rink in the yeah, middle yeah. of the... But, like, do you recall what we were doing there? Like, were we off to go see a movie? Were we just there for the fuck of it? I'm pretty sure, like, when you, me, and Kieran went out, we were going... No, 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 are no, you no, talking no. with Jen? Oh, was it with Jen? Well, yeah, the first time that we... I know, it was with Kieran. It was with Kieran for sure, because we were going to see the movie. But we didn't see it at West Edmonton Mall. No. We saw that at uh, uh, Terwilliger. Right. You guys came to me because I didn't have, like, a... Yeah, I don't know, man. I know my, know my way around yet. So we we went to Brown Social House, and then we went to the movie. But this time, when we like, I like I remember it like it was yesterday. I just don't remember what we were doing. Yeah, it must have been you, me, and Jen going for dinner then at Earl's. Yeah, because we just like so it must have been a like post dinner joint. Because I don't recall being high in front of Jen because I would have made a <laughs> terrible first impression. Yeah, I don't recall to be honest. Yeah, it's fuzzy. Yeah. Um, Which happens in life. Obviously the best of us. You want to take a look at the comments? Any questions? Anything? Um, so anything? we got Tahoe Cool saying, I saw the IG post. Like, yeah. exactly the same as the comment from before. Yeah. And uh, Being Brittany saying, it's working, exclamation point. Exact same as before. That's awesome. Uh, so there's been no further comments, unfortunately, at this current juncture. Mm -hmm. People joining and then people leaving. Oh, yeah. That's perfect. It tells you that. Like, when you swipe through the lives, Oh, right? man. Matt's such a big fan. Like, look at him. He's like, first person. You guys are great. Thanks to the Shadow Cable Management brand. Berg? I don't know. What are, you, what are you seeing here? Let me see. I can't see. I can't read when the phone's in someone but, else's Yeah, hand. no, Matt. You're awesome. And Brittany, too. Like, thank you so much for, like, reaching out, watching the, the nonsense. Indeed. Borg. That's what he's oh, saying. Oh, yeah, Borg, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember. <laughs> Thanks for the shout-out. Yeah, you remember when we were talking board. about like how yeah. like they're like so futuristic. Yeah, but they have very poor cable management. Yeah, it was a really fucking good point. Yeah, and I feel like they should get caught on shit more. And like you know when Worf grabs cords and Data grabs cords and they're ripping out their necks, it's like that shit should probably be concealed. You know more what I sleek. fucking loved about the at least in First Contact. I'm not sure if it happens later on, but if you go back to First Contact, yeah, they like they'll adapt to the phasers. Yeah, the one thing they couldn't adapt to was 
fucking brutality like the yeah. sword and the broken hey, neck hey, why the fuck do you think i'm giving you a sword oh, in case the borg ever yeah no, no, no. it's good to be prepared yeah that's what i always say like, like I, remember, I remember like i used to love that movie when i was a kid like that came out in like what 96 yeah i'd say 98 96 i'm almost certain i saw first contact in theaters that's sick so anyway i remember like having like this like dollar store like sword thing it was like it was like the closest thing to cling on anything that you could get nice. at a dollar store. And I used to sleep with that under my pillow because God forbid, because like when I was a kid, I used to like imagine like I would be shot off into space. Like my room would, could have been like a, an escape pod. And yeah. if I ever was shot into space, I would keep clothes on one end of the bed and then like a sword. So if the Borg ever came, I would fuck some shit up and slice and dice. And then. And then, it's like, good plan. If, yeah, and then if I ever got, at least I would have clothes. Because, like, my big nightmare is just being, like, teleported somewhere, and there I am in my fucking Power Ranger under roofs. No, thank you. <laughs> Although it's, like, could be exotic, and it could help make friends, because you're, like, they're, like, oh, we've never seen Power Ranger underwear before. It's really fucking cool. Oh, where do you think I'm being sent? Like, Bajor? You never know. <laughs> well, then it depends, like, is that during the Cardassian fucking shit, or I, is that post or pre, or, like, you guys... Listen, like, man, I was 96, like, I, I, I didn't even... Sorry, you brought up Bajor, we went down a road. Yeah, <laughs> It's, like, my go-to planet now, because I'm, yeah. I'm watching Deep Space Nine. It's interesting, like, to see a micro-study of one planet, of, like, you know, from a different show that was mentioned a couple times, now yeah. to, like, get to know the people more and see the world, you're like, shit, it's, yeah. like, it's a world... It has importance. I'm still not over how, like, everyone is super grumpy with the exception of, like, Julian and, uh, and, uh, and Dax. Yeah. They're enthusiastic, too. Like, they're, like, so nice and they're so wonderful and so helpful. But, like, literally, you see Cisco, like, Cisco just, like, has grumpy man face all the time. Well, even right from the get-go, Cisco's like, fuck you, grumpy as fuck, took Picard. Then he yeah. comes in, meets his first officer, and she's like, to him, and then... <laughs> yeah, you're just like, it's like, oh, we got the job that no one wants to be, now all of a sudden he's a captain, and he's still like, I deserve this, but still, I'm grumpy. You know what I like, too, like, right from the get-go? You know, Ju- Julian, like you've said, he's, like, charmer, like, oh, on the level, almost, you, of Riker. Like, even I'm in love with him. Yeah, the first episode, when he's, like, getting off the shuttle with Dax, and he's, like, not willing to let her go without saying the words, like, by the way, I want to, like, hook up with you still, let's go out for drinks in front of, like, the his two commanding officers, basically. Yeah. Like, I like that. That was a boss move, too. Yeah, he's, he's so fucking delightful. Like, you can't even, like... You're out of the camera. I'm out of the camera. Well, you know, hey, he's back. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, no, he's just so delightful to watch. And I would love to see, like, a uh, who-can-get-more-tail competition between um, Julian and Riker. It would be a pretty good showdown. Yeah. And then Picard would come and be like, they've all already been mine. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, okay, I want to get a picture of the Picard signed photo you have, because that guy is the embodiment of sex. <laughs> like, he's not him in uniform. It's him with, like, a black shirt and then a sweater over top. with You know how, like, the rich tennis players would, like, tie it over and then he's just perfectly straight like he goes it's Lee I'm fucking tonight and you all know it like that guy is going to get some fucking action the funny part about that is like these pictures were a gift to me they were like came from someone who went to the cons and actually got them to several different cons yeah but like me personally if I'm going to a con and I see a table full of pictures probably wouldn't go to super sexy Patrick no, Stewart no, no, photo I, first. I just, I just, I just agree. 
<laughs> this is where you have it properly. Like, you want to have the most ridiculous photo possible. Of you. It is, definitely. I think that's awesome. You have super sexy Patrick Stewart, which is delightful. <laughs> All right? And then you have, like, double dose of Deanna Troy, which I mentioned before, who is, in my book, still the sexy woman in outer space. She's pretty but good. even today, she looks phenomenal. She, like She's, she's so a very good. pretty lady, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, her work will last forever because she has that powerful voice. That's for sure. Yeah. So that's going on. I think that's someone who wants to go live with us. I don't know what that means. I think it means we just ignore it for now because we okay. don't we don't know what that means or how to do that, and we're not yeah. on we're not on that level of TikToker yet. Please we're, bear with us. We are just fucking around here. But if you want to leave comments and stuff, we're going to periodically check them here on the phone. Yeah, exactly. And we'll read just, them out. Give yeah. shout outs to help other people get to a thousand if they need that. Yeah. Uh, we're here. You know, we can help you out with that too, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. And if you're new to us, like check us out on our Instagram. That's Two Sides of the Story Pod. Our actual TikTok is Two Sides of the Story Pod. Um, Sean has a photo. I'm gonna get in. I'm gonna try and get in close. He doesn't want to pick it up. Oh, it's like the background is messing with it. There we go. So email us at the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com. And then check out our Instagram, Two Sides of the Story Pod, as well as our TikTok. We are currently on the Soon to Be Sides account, which, okay. spoiler alert, it's my fiance's account. What? No way! Yeah, she's been building it up a little bit, you know, helping us with some advertising and stuff like that. And so here we are going live on hers. Um, obviously, we're going to do this from time to time when we can get together and be in the same city. This is a rare occurrence. This is episode 30, guys. Yeah. First time in person. It's you crazy. and I haven't, I haven't seen you since your engagement party, which was a hot minute ago. Yeah, it was. That was pre-pandemic. Yeah, it was. Two years ago. Yeah. Two Septembers ago, actually. Yeah. And then, like, before that, it was a good little while, too. So, like, like I think we're probably going to try and make more efforts to get together, probably more on my end than it is yours, because it'll be easier yeah you have like uh, a home base here in ways too right which is well, forming which yeah, is like, interesting well I got my sister here and she has like a dope ass place by the way so fucking nice and her shower amazing is holy it? fuck I haven't had a good shower like that in a <laughs> long ass time good for her and her water pressure cause like and she has like three showers there's a, like a main floor shower and then two showers up top and you're just like is this the height of luxury like this is like <laughs> This is just a home. Like, fucking A. Like, yeah, that's amazing. wicked. Cool uh, cool to see your family, like, getting set themselves set up for, like, a decent life. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And, like, I'm, uh, like, the room I'm staying in right now is going to be the home of a future child whenever they start wanting to pop in them out. I think they're gonna, Michelle really wants to be married before they yeah. have kids. So. That's fair. But, you know, sometimes things happen. Uh, that is true. Um, I just saw the outside of the house, like, when we picked you up today. And, like, I build houses for a living, so I know houses. And it's a beautiful house. Like, I really like the look and the design of it yeah. and shit like that. Like, they've done really well for themselves. Congrats, well, uh, well, Michelle and David. Yeah, well, when you guys drop me off later, maybe you guys can pop in for a drink. That would be nice to get everyone together for, like, a little while. Because you haven't seen Michelle since your engagement party. No, and, and before and that, talk, well, it was you a really long talk time. every week. So yeah, like that's true. Me right now. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> Not yet, anyways. It's funny, um, like, I met Michelle first before I ever met you. Me and Jen and her went out, and she was like, you and Thomas, you're going to love each other. You guys are going to be friends, for sure. I did know you it. actually do that? I didn't know that. Yeah. She, well, she came out here first, right? Yeah, she did come out here. I just didn't know you guys got together, because normally Michelle's the shy type, so it would take 
her to get me to do the thing. That's funny. And like, yeah, no, she, her and Jen, like, connected, and then Jen reached out to me and was like, you're coming with us, of nice. course. And then, yeah, it was really fun. We went to uh, MGK on White. Nice. Is that what it's called, MGK? M- oh, oh, MTK. Uh, M- MKTs. MKT. Which is my favorite fucking spot. I thing. swear I do not have dyslexia. This is my favorite thing things. about you. I feel like I know Edmonton so much better than you. Yeah. And, well, it's funny, and you do because, like, the bars and the restaurants and stuff like that, 100%. Because I've been around, like, I try yeah. places and all that stuff, and, like, have you been here? And you're like, no, man. They're like, all right, what have you tried this place? No, and I'm just like, do you go outside? Like, like <laughs> well, certain neighborhoods and certain things, like I said, like, I didn't have, in my 20s, I didn't really have, like, go out to the bar time. Like, I did, but it was from time to time. We were house partying. We, I, like, I know yeah. neighborhoods really well and, you know, like, recommending restaurants to people. I have the spots I like for yeah. certain things, but there is, in, like, every event in Edmonton when it comes to, like, hockey games and, like, the con and events that are out and all different kinds of shit like that. I love tuning into all that stuff, but, like, there is certain things you miss in any city, like, how you view a city and how you experience a city varies from person to person and that's what's fun about meeting like people that aren't didn't grow up with you but live in the same city because then you're like oh shit i can see another side of my own city oh for sure like michelle and i were talking about this she's so funny because like remember you know how memory gets skewed yeah so michelle my dad used to do this thing with us where like we would play hooky from school and then he'd take us on like a little mini adventure that's awesome so like one day he took us on like a tour of montreal and Michelle swore that we were in a bus that was also a submarine. Which, um, I'm not sure if you're up to date in technology, it's not possible. Yeah, that makes sense. We did not go on one. I had to, like, bring <laughs> it was a bus boat, so like it could float on water, but it kind of just like drove around so you can see like the outside of the city of Montreal. And like so like that was like a cool thing but like here I am like telling her she's like no we were in a submarine Michelle you're aware that a submarine goes underwater we were doing a tour of Montreal what kind of tour would we be doing if it's under fucking water yeah (laughs) that makes very (laughs) much sense not even nice water like if you look to your left you're gonna see some green fucking water you look to your right there's some more green water (laughs) no like you're doing like the old port and you're like looking at stuff from a different perspective it's so funny how like older siblings sometimes shatter the memories of younger siblings i've had it happen with josh and jen them being six and five years older than me because i'll be like it was like that with that and they're like uh no foolish child it was not, it was not like what you think at all <laughs> not no like, like you thought it went how now no yeah. no 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 yeah it's, it's funny not how it went at all. like and then she like she would tell me like on her um like she'd start a new job or meet new people and do the two truths and a lie yeah one of her truths was I was in a submarine and now I just like shattered it for her like well you're a fucking liar and a cheater <laughs> at the game because <laughs> you've really tarnished everything with what you're doing here yeah that's funny so like I think that's like honestly it was the funniest thing and then uh, we had like a big family supper last night so uh I cooked a magnificent roast. It looked know. good. I saw pictures, guys. Yeah. It looked uh, fucking we'll, delicious. We'll post some. Uh, and then, like, uh, with some bacon, Brussels, maple bacon, Brussels sprouts. Ugh. Maple bacon, Brussels sprouts. Say that five times fast. I don't think it's not possible. <laughs> with some garlic mashed potatoes. So it was a delightful dinner. But before that, Michelle was, like, getting some appies. So we did, like, uh, asparagus wrapped in uh, prosciutto. And then she wanted to... Yummy bake a brie and put some uh, 
uh, red pepper jelly on it. Okay. Now, I'm not sure if you ever baked a brie. I have baked a little bit of brie. Have you ever put jelly on top? Never have but I put okay. jelly on top. Well, here's a helpful tip that we learned the hard way, and by we, Michelle did. Because I knew this because it's come on fucking knowledge. That's fair. But you do not <laughs> put on the jelly while you're baking the fucking brie. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Because it candies and melts, and it doesn't be. Yeah, yeah, you put it on after. After you uh, take it out, you yeah, spread it out. Yeah. 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 So what Michelle did was not that. Interesting. And so here we are with like this burning jelly around the fucking brie. <laughs> I'm FaceTiming like Eddie and everybody going like, look at this fucking nonsense. How do you, like, how are we fucking related? How is this happening? That's tough when you have gaps of knowledge when it comes to cooking, especially like because you're trying to do something cool and yummy for everyone. And then you're like, I fucked it up, guys. <laughs> and like, like her big thing was just like, well, no, no, it was just like, you know, like, why didn't you guys stop me? I'm like, stop you. None of us knew you were doing this. Like, <laughs> you think, like, I didn't see you put on the jelly. Like, this is what's going on. Like, how did this happen? That's sad, though. Was it good still? Did you guys get to eat it still, or was it fucking? Oh, yeah, it was mine. Oh, yeah, okay. It was, it was just just like, a funny story. The it was just, like, melted jelly. Like, it was, yeah. like, it was kind of candy. Like, still baked brie, and it's still going on baguettes. It was still delicious. It yeah. just wasn't right. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I understand that. So, like, with that being said, like, it was still a good time. It's just fucking hilarious that that happened. Yeah, that's unfortunate. And and then we played like dominoes, and I fucking destroyed. Did you? I fucking destroyed. I like that. It's nice to see um, someone from. I don't know how to put that, so I'm not going to put it anyway. But it's nice to see people win at dominoes. I'm so curious what you're about to say, but I'm pretty sure it was off color, so we're going to leave it at that. I can't edit this out later, Sean. This is a live fucking stream right now. Don't get us canceled. I was, I was trying to rhyme something with dominoes, and then I couldn't because you can't rhyme anything with dominoes. You just say it's nice to see the domino effect. I guess, yeah. That's possible. It's no. like it was something that follows Domino, but it no. wasn't... So like, anyway, it was like my first time playing Dominoes, which right. makes it so much more sweeter because I got the beginner's luck on my side. And then my sister's fiancé, David, sweetheart of a human being, one of the best all-time people in the history of people, was getting a little bit competitive, and he was just like, what the fuck? How are you winning? And I was just like, suck it, David. I'm better than you. I was like, how'd you win that run? Because I'm just a better fucking all-around player than you are. Get it together. <laughs> Yeah, it's tough when you go into someone's house, they teach you a game, and then you kick their ass at that game, oh. and they're just like, what the fuck? Like, I was getting tired, and, like, I was looking at the score, so it was like, I had 125, Michelle had, like, 130, our cousin Shelby had, like, 173, and David had, like, 145, and I was just like, okay, okay. we're gonna play to 200, the first one that gets to 200 loses. And lo and behold, David was the first one to get to 200. And I was just like, oh, can you feel it? <laughs> I put the score sheet that we were using to keep score going, Thomas win, David loses. And I magnet, put a magnet and put it on their fridge. Nice. Just so they have that extra level of arrogance for no reason. It's so much fun when you get to be like, tease a good bro like that. It's just the best feeling oh. ever. Well, that's like a family trait too. If you're not like ripping on one another, then you're not included. Yeah. Thing. No, and that's completely fair. I've experienced that my whole life with that kind of thing. You know, you got to be able to give it to take it, take it to give it. And just well, you have were fun the runt of the family for so long. That's too. true. I took the brunt of a lot of shit for a long time. Yeah. But now I'm the. We all one. know how big of a bully Jen and Josh can be. Well, it's funny too. <laughs> sometimes I'm like overly outspoken, like, especially if, you know, 
I don't know. It's like a comeback. Like if someone attacks you and then you attack them back and you go yeah. like super hardcore with the attack back. Yeah. I have that problem sometimes because Xavier said he, hello. Hi, Xavier. What up, Xavier Hamilton? Sean's going to buy you a two sides of story shirt. He told I am. Today. Yeah, I told him about how I need to get you a shirt. So it's happening, buddy. Yeah. Oh, by the way, tell your dad. Um, and I mean this. Say it's for me, Thomas. Xavier, tell your dad. Uh, we're here together, and your dad's not here, so he can suck it. Um, <laughs> with all due respect. And if you get in trouble for that, blame Uncle Sean. <laughs> it's funny, too, because uh, he's going to listen to this podcast and be like, guys, I could have taken the day, the day off work. I could have asked for a vacation day. <laughs> I'm just joking. I just want to be included in all of the things besides. Yeah. He on. didn't ask me. He's like, what are you going to... He asked, I, I told him you were coming to... Like, you came to town Thursday yeah. night and that you were gonna, we were going to hang out for lunch today and possibly record a podcast. And he was like, oh, you're hanging out in the afternoon. <laughs> well, I have to work. <laughs> Isn't that nice? <laughs> Kira's level of neediness for all of this is one of my all-time favorite things. Yeah, he likes he, to be included. He loves to be included. Yeah. And... I love to make fun of that part. That's, like, one of the best parts about Kieran is, like, his boisterous enthusiasm about things in life. You know what oh, I yeah. mean? It, it, it's, like, the level of Julian Bashir of, like, being excited about things. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, like, is and it's not like he's not beloved in this house. Like, look at him. Like, I think there's more pictures of Kieran than there are of Crystal. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's uh, close, but there is more of Crystal. Oh, not in the basement. Yeah, in this room in particular <laughs> that we see in our line of sight right now, there is more pictures of Kieran than there is Crystal. There are six of Kieran, three of Crystal. I'm not saying you love someone more. I'm just saying in this room... There's a little bit more representation in one way. I'm just saying. That's awesome. When are you going to get Crystal her own red jersey? to go with you on the con. It would be cool. She's not, like, that super interested, but the, like, skirt from the original series is yeah. pretty goddamn sexy, too. Yeah. So, or even, like, the, the reboots with, like, Chris Pine, like, that red uniform that, like, your horror was wearing. Yeah. It's fucking dope. Oh, yeah, definitely. I like the short skirts. I want, like, if she was going to get one, I'd get her to get velour, but she's more along the lines of, like... Yeah, I'm not fucking doing that. You and Karen can go to the con together. Oh, come on, Crystal. Get she did come one year with me. Like, Karen went to Ireland during the con, which now he hasn't gotten to go three years in a row because it's been canceled two years and he chose not to attend the year before. Well, that's what you fucking get. Exactly. So I have no sympathy for him on that. But anyways, now, uh, like that year, Crystal came with me. I had, like, the worst fucking cold of my life. And that was back when we didn't give a fuck about each other. So we just went out and got everyone sick. I was, like, walking around, like, miserable as hell, like, trying to hold my shit together, but I was sick. We did still you meet, went. Did you meet anyone while you I saw there? Marina Sirtis that year. Um, I don't... I didn't go for pictures with anyone because I was, like, sick, and I didn't dress up either that year. I just... I think I might have worn my Stargate jacket. Okay. I'm not too sure. Let's, let's see how we're doing on the comments. We seem to be Xavier up. laughed again and smiled. Good. Yeah. And he shared the live video as well, which is very much appreciated, buddy. Yeah, man. Tell all your friends. Yeah. I love that stuff. Yeah, it's nice. It's fun to go live on TikTok, so it's... Uh, yeah. People are seeing us. You're scrolling through. Yeah. Shoot us a like. Why not give us a like? Shoot us a like. Give a share, share our Instagram. Share everything. Yeah, exactly. You want me to repeat it? It's two sides of the story pod. We could do it again. Are people listening to the audio this week are going to be like, yeah. We get it. Yeah. It's two sides of the story pod at no gmail.com. Just to spite you, we're not going to do it. And speaking of, we do have an email this week coming out to pull it up here. It's uh, 
obviously from the legendary Uncle John. You're closer to the laptop. Yeah, I will read it. Hi, Tom and Sean. The hockey pool is fast and furious, and I'm enjoying every bit of it. Also enjoying watching all the banter going back and forth. Very cool. If you guys were watching your favorite NHL team live, would you like to sit at center ice midsection or the row right behind the glass behind your team's bench? Tom, I hope you're getting some riding in while you're in van. Riding? I think he means bike riding. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes I'll, sense. Honest, I didn't bring the bike with I me. imagine it on a horse, and I was like, now that he's got a sore... No. A- anyways. No, no. I, I, after what happened to Christopher Reeves, there's no way you're getting me on a fucking horse. So let's... So look at the size of me, the poor horse that I would have to fucking sit on. <laughs> I know, like, we, we thought of going for horse riding at one point, and I was like, I don't want to kill a horse. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's kind of bad enough that we still ride horses. Do you imagine the amount of torment that it has to take 300 pounds of food? I would be like, let me, let me ask, you, do you guys have any giraffes? Because yeah. I feel like I could ride a giraffe. You have a local rhinoceros that I can hop on? Yeah, that'd be fucking sick, too. Anyway, I, Okay, so let me carry on. And let, why don't you answer that fucking question about the hockey seats and then um, keep reading. Okay, so... Center ice or behind the bench? Like your midsection. So so I have have two answers for this. So at the Bell Center, there's this place called the Molson X Zone, and that is where, like, all the insane fucking fans are. Okay. And it's high up, but, like, the way hockey's set up, being high up isn't that big of a deal. So I would go there and just go nuts with those fans. But if I could sit anywhere in the arena, I want to be right beside the away team's penalty box. Oh, that'd be fun. And just make funny faces at, at who's <laughs> ever at, like, the penalty box. Just be, like, just, like, watch them go in and just look at them. Like, huh. See, here's a question. Or, like, hold up a sign going, you know that's cheating. <laughs> that's, that would be really funny, too, and have the opportunity to, like, shit-talk them the whole time. Yeah. I do like that. Uh, myself, hockey seats, like, if I'm choosing strictly between the choices that were given to us, because it was like, would you rather sit here or here in the question, not like going off and Tom's like talking about what he personally wants. Um, I'm <laughs> I'll just go fuck myself here, Sean. I'm just fucking with you. But in that scenario, behind like my team, right behind my team's bench, I think I would sit there right now because I haven't. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've sat center ice middle like if i could only if it was the last hockey game i ever got to i'm doing the center ice row 16 but if it's something else then yeah no i don't want to do that no i i i think there's a just a thing that's where you can be interactive with other players it's worth it do you see this tiktok or this instagram video the other day of uh the people were sitting behind the leafs bench but they were distracted by watching the guy that he is in control of all, like, if there's a spare stick that's needed. Yeah, 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 I did see that. on the ready to go. Yeah. This guy, like, I could not be that prepared. <laughs> it was like a, someone playing the grand piano. Because yeah. he had his fingers spread out so he could touch, like, every single one of the sticks. So yeah. the guy was, like, ready to pull the second like, that guy needed a stick. Yeah. And it's like, it's not like a stick breaks every shift. Yeah. So it's like, you're being super but, intense But, but he dog. was so fucking ready. Yeah. But there were some guys that played with, like, a 70 flex in the NHL and they can fucking just whip it like I think I told you the story of uh, the time my dad and Sergio Mameso and this guy named uh, Greg who was the hockey director that, for the hockey program that my dad was working with um, uh, they were having drinks and they were talking about what kind of flex that Brett Hull had in a stick and they're like it was like a 70 flex no it was a 60 flex Sergio Mameso just big leagues them and goes you know what I'll text them he just has his fucking number because like, he played in the NHL too. He played for like Vancouver, Montreal, and uh, I, th- I think the Rangers as well. So anyway, he just casually texts Brett Hull, 
which is one of the biggest baller moves of all time. Yeah, by that's the way. pretty sick. He goes, "Hey, Brett, uh, we we're just talking about stick flexes. What 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 flex did you use? Like sixty flex?" He goes, "It was 50. 50 flex is what I used when I was a novice. A like that was like a nothing flex. Like if I do that now, I break the stick every single fucking time. And Brett Hall was built like a brick shit house too. Yeah, like." And a slap shot, that's what he was known for. Well, like, his, that was his father. Are we talking Brett Hall? Brett Hall, yeah. His yeah. father was Bobby Hall. Who yeah, had a, a big slap shot, too. But Brett yeah. Hall had a pretty damn good slap yeah. shot. That's how I remember watching him, like, yeah. in St. Louis. Yeah. He was fucking killer. No, in the Stanley Cup with Dallas and in Detroit. Like, when they won the Cup in St. Louis, and he was, like... Not, oh, not no, yeah. recently. Were you the whole time? Yeah. Oh man, he was fucking off. He was so like. He's the best. And I want to hang like, out with him. He'd be fun to chill with. I bet. When he was one of the coaches against Gretzky for the All Star game, and he was just talking shit the whole time. Yeah. Chirping, chirping, that, chirping. That, that's what you need. I fucking love yeah. that stuff. It means he loves hockey. This he loves whole the sport podcast of it all. is mainly us just talking shit about nonsense. Pretty much. And I love it. Yeah. It's, you can respect it when it's someone else mm. with a good skill level does it, especially yeah. someone who's like pretty fucking famous in the hockey world. Yeah. Uh, so there's more to Uncle John's uh, email. Yeah, here. let me carry on here. So like I said, Tom, I hope you get some riding when you're in van. Have you been? Who riding? No, I didn't bring my bike. Okay, no. fair enough. That's a big fucking like, carry on. Oh, okay, Sean. Have you been doing any garage sales? And Tom, do you like garage sales? Keep up the great pods. Cheers, Uncle John. Um, so before I go into the, this thing, I just want to say, Uncle John, I'm just so happy you're part of the hockey pool. You're fucking hilarious, and I I get a kick of you in the group chats whenever you chime in, and you're very fucking surgical with your comments. I love it. Can I address the like the hockey pool too? While just while we're on the topic, like I don't understand what's going on because like he plays in a hockey pool every year. I don't know why he made such shitty picks. Like why would he take Kucherov <laughs> only to have him out for the? What are you doing, John? Like I thought you knew oh, hockey. No, no what, what is your it. plan here? Like why did you draft him? I don't get it, John. Like I know you like to win. What the fuck are you doing, man? No one saw Kucherov getting injured for a whole season. <laughs> He's gonna strike me again. Yeah. Oh man. But no, he's dope, and I'm like, and he's doing all right, man. Like, uh, like there was a previous email that I don't want to pull it out now because it's kind of dated. Yeah. But like, uh, it was, was cute at the time. He was <laughs> in first place, and now he's just like sitting comfortably at seventh. Yeah. It was just. <laughs> I think he went down to eighth after last night. Yeah. I thought I saw yeah referee Beagle. Yeah. I'm just. It's fun to pull John. So much shit talking in the group chat, and I love it. I do want you to be a little bit more active in it because you're a little bit. I, like, I chime in at times, and it's just out of place. I'm yeah, like. Just, meh, meh, meh. And then I'm out there's again. Like, yeah, there's like an hour where you're just like, <laughs> I too am here. Well, fuck, like, and then like the no chat just cares. goes quick. I gotta chime if I chime in at the right time. Like, you, I just gotta check the app more yeah, during. You, or these. you gotta, you, or you gotta turn on just that one chat if you can. What do you mean? Like, just get notifications. Oh fuck like, that. Oh, because like, fuck, yeah, you, I don't want notifications are you from kidding? that shit. Yo, you'll get like blown up all day. And some of the shit too. Like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. And hey, the guy I was talking to about like Dave said he's I live in Calgary, but I don't I don't know Dave. I was just saying, that's a great fucking Thai food restaurant. <laughs> I know it was out of place, but I'm just saying, if you fucking heard me, Dave, and you like Thai food, fucking check that place out, because it's very good, and that's yeah. all I was trying to say. I don't even know if they all know that like I'm posting like updates. Like Our hockey pool is such like a thing that is between us. Like, yeah, so we're going to talk so about we're it. We're going to talk about it, so like I'll, I'll keep posting like a weekly update so you see where you are, and there you are. Sitting fucking pretty at first place. Like I know we talked about it at the beginning, but holy fuck, it's disgusting. Um, and I mean, I don't venture out to go to garage sales, but I'll 
stop at one if it's nearby. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been to a couple here and there. Like, uh, are you like super big on them? Super big, yeah. It's all I do. It's all I want to do. I fucking love garage sales. Finding yeah. scores is fucking bitching. I like finding a treasure that is someone else's fucking castaway and bringing it into my home where it's loved. How are you at dickering? I'm fine with it. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I don't like. There's certain a price I get in my head. I'm willing to pay that. If they want more than that, I'll say, I, fuck it, I don't want it. Or you try and, like, bundle some stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like to bundle. I do haggle. I'm not, like, a dick about it either. Like, I, I recognize that certain things are worth money. Yeah. And so if I find something, if I go to a garage sale, I'm not paying store prices for it. Yeah. And if you try to, like, encourage me to pay store prices for it, I'm going to kindly decline the item. Like, you got to work with me a little bit. And, and also, if, like, it's already a good deal, then I don't dicker. You got a dicker, though. Yeah, you got a dicker. You got a dicker. Yeah. It's, like, I like I haven't been to, like, a garage sale where I purchased anything since I was, like, a child and I bought, like, a fedora. Nice. Yeah, but, like... Really? That's the last time you bought oh, yeah. something from a garage sale? Yeah. That's right, fucked like, up. I bought, like, a big tub of Lego for five bucks. I have, like, a pile of records on top of the Xbox there. Yeah. All bought at garage sale recently. Nice. The little... Uh, everything in here. The little gun up there the yeah. fucking yeah, yeah. it's a lighter it's fucking cool. it's a lighter yeah it's a lighter that's fucking but, and that's like a cap the one next to it the other gun like they're yeah. the old school fucking stuff the barrel guns does it work the lighter like, it's no it's not it's never been used i don't want to like set it up because it's fucking like vintage as shit I, and I cool i'm probably gonna sell that eventually it's just okay. sitting on the shelf because it looks cool in the meantime but like so much shit half of my dinosaur bones garage sale yeah. you know what i mean like i just keep my eyes open for that shit it's seashells like, yeah, that seashell thing was a garage. That's cool. Is that a cap gun up there? The yeah, the and back? it's a legit cap gun, and yeah. it still shoots today from the '60s. Fucking like that's from a TV. I think from a TV show back then. It's fucking cool though. That kind of shit, like little trinkets and knickknacks. The Stanley Cup, the Stanley Cups. Yeah. You see that shield on the wall over there? It's a fucking old school wooden 1970s shield with nice. cross swords on it. I got that at a garage sale when I was five years old. I walked in like I was still knew my mom back then and she stopped. I think that's where one of the few things I get from my mom was going to garage sales. Yeah. But I went, uh, I saw it there and I pointed it and was like, Mom, I want that shield. Oh my God, it's the coolest thing I've ever seen. That's and hilarious. she was like, uh, no, you don't need that. You're not getting that. And the guy was like, whoa, 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 that's free. He can have that. And he talked my mom into letting me have the shield and I've had it ever since. <laughs> <laughs> I've had it for 32 years now. It's been in like a room in my house ever since then. That's so, dope. Yeah. I don't have any... See, that's the thing. I should probably start perusing more garage sales. I think when I go out east, I'll go make more of an effort to it's different out. like when you start putting roots in too you want to like display things and have cool shit like i like show and tell when people come over and being able to be like yo check out this cool ass thing i got recently you know so it's this fun. is my he-man yeah exactly yeah. and it is like it's fun to show off collectibles like that right oh, for sure i yeah. enjoy it but anyway i like displaying I, I don't like paying full price for shit like I don't, and i don't blame it that's what i love about garage sales I, i'll never ever ever in my life buy clothing from a garage sale because that's fucking weird. But, like, they're cool-ass collectibles. I'll take those secondhand. Yeah. Uh, I, that's not 100% true either. Crystal, the other day, found a 1979 Oilers hat at a garage sale for me. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I'm taking that home. What's, like, the hardest thing you had to not take home? Like, you really... Like, you tried to dick her, and the guy wouldn't budge, and you really wanted it, but you had, like, principal got, uh, got ahead of you. Um, I don't... I wouldn't... 
honestly like I, that kind of thing i just erase from my memory the second i leave there's really? nothing there's, not, there's no like no item that got away well there's like the time that i did get the bones like some old fossils and shit like that yeah. from the garage sale i only had 10 bucks on me and I, so i bought what i could and i left and i was like fuck i was like sweating like oh my god i have to, I have to go back i need those in my so i went to the store and got more money went back and got them all yeah. they were still there thank god but that would have been like fucking devastating if i went back and they were all gone i was like yeah it would have haunted me forever there's always those things like you'll see later you're like oh man like that was cool for me like sometimes when i go and i'll like i collect records right so i'll go and i'll pick out a couple of records i'll get too excited i'll just take the records that i found that excited me buy them and leave when i'm like i could have just bought the whole box and yeah. then resold them you moron yeah. so like and gotten a better deal off of it doing it that way where are you at from like remember a couple episodes ago episodes ago you won all those uh answer super four games yeah where are you at with selling those they're gone every, every single one yeah really yeah every single one i oh, think yeah. i in the end, like, I think I said I'd bought... Do you remember what I bought into it for? 20, yeah, 40 spots at $20. I bought one spot for $20. I sold all of the games uh, from in the garage sale on Marketplace and then on Kijiji, the rest of them. I got $680. You fucking con artist. Total. That's amazing. Yeah, so it was pretty good. Or no, sorry, that's not right. 760 I forgot the other 80 $760. So I didn't meet the $800 margin that was the raffle, but I did get 760 which is really close. I remember you, being like, you 20 bucks and $760. Do not take any shame in that. No, no, no. It was a great flip. I love doing that yeah. kind of shit. I love buying and selling, and it gets me high. Like, it's one of my passions in life, as stupid as it is. Like, I'll buy some hockey cards, end up hitting a decent card, and then I sell that card and turn a profit. And I'm like, oh, my God, it feels so good. Or records or whatever. Like, I get into that day because I go through phases with my collecting. I'll be like, I'm going to get into super into this now. Like, it's example. I just I, I got a decent watch when I served 10 years at the company I work for. They give me a pretty sick ass watch. And then Crystal the other day found me a, a nice looking watch when we were out and about for a very reasonable price. The second I got the second watch, I was like, baby, I have a watch collecting problem now. I can't stop. I will be buying more. <laughs> and she was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? See, like my buddy buys uh, used Rolexes because that's like kind of the only way you can get a Rolex without being like a fucking billionaire. Yeah. And, like, he kind of does it as, like, a way to show that he is an elite guy. Yeah. He, which he is. He's not, like, he's pretty well off, and he's not, like, it's not it's not something, like, living below his means. But he also likes to dress like shit and then go to fancy places but wear a Rolex, and he'll be like, what do you mean? I have a fucking Rolex. <laughs> That's cool. So it's, like, a bit of a power move for him, too. It is, for sure. And I like hearing, like... The amount of money that goes into just like having a Rolex is ridiculous. Well, it's crazy. Like, in you know, Rolexes, you they're skyrocketing right now. A buddy, a good friend of mine, the other night I saw his, uh, he took it out to show us, but he, I think he got into it for like eight thousand dollars of trade. Yeah, like he didn't buy this watch, he traded other shit for this watch from a buddy of his, uh -huh. and right now that watch is forty thousand dollars. And wonder, he's just like, holy fuck, like, that's sweet. I wonder how far you could get with something here. Like, you know how the guy started with, like, a red paper clip and went on eBay and just kept on trading it for something? Yeah. Trading it? I would love for you to pick a random item in this house. I have some pretty good and, goddamn trade things, Thomas. Yeah, and just see, like, but see how <laughs> far you can go. Yeah, I'd, I've looked a little bit, at, like, and I've done a few trades before, actually. I traded some 
gold for some other collectibles at one point like yeah. a couple of years ago because i had a bit a little bit of gold and i was like fuck it i'm gonna trade it for this because it's like it's like money and but you can trade it for with value right so yeah. I, I think about those kind of things but i also look around like like i was saying earlier about collecting it everything is gonna i can't be buried with it all so it is gonna leave at some point and you kind of got to pick the trends like when covid hit hockey fucking cards and collectibles and comic books and all that kind of shit skyrocketed because everyone our age wants to get back into their collectibles yeah some ninja turtles i have from when i was a kid that wouldn't sell like you couldn't fucking give them away almost now i can sell them with ease because people want them you know what i mean so like waiting the times and like having the foresight to collect records and all that shit i'm falling out of the tiktok again fuck yeah but no that, that makes sense to me but it would be a, i would just love to see this as a, like, a little pet project for you just to see how far you can go because that guy ended up getting like a house on an island somewhere and that's fucking insane to me that is cool because yeah. he went from a red paper clip to that so like i did that something similar when i was in uh, manitoba doing volunteer work <clears throat> our way to get to know the town was do try and trade something so we found something that was in the house offered to trade them something for equal value or if they were willing to something better and then like we ended up with like i think a pair of skis and like where do you find these people to trade we just went door to door like knocking on people's door and like hey would you trade this for yeah, that like, Hi, we're the new katimavik group um we're playing this game and if you have anything like we have this and if you're willing to trade us anything for this we're, we're down and if you're not no, that's cool I'm sorry to bother you but we're also like the new Katimovic group so this is our way of also introducing ourselves oh that's so cool so it's not like a burdensome thing at the what's same time what's that Canadian Katimovic it's like Katimovic okay it's like a uh, a way for young Canadians to help small town Canada so what you do is you volunteer in these small towns and then do jobs that you that they couldn't afford people to do so when uh, I started in Labrador so there I was like a town garbage man. I worked at the local museum. I worked at the TV radio station. Not as glamorous as it sounds. It was just like Fair enough. making sure a PowerPoint presentation of what's <laughs> going on in the town. That's uh, cool. Stayed updated. Uh, I worked at the community center doing like random renovations. Um, That's neat. Yeah, just and then just like other stuff. It was pretty interesting. And, and then in Manitoba, I was a teacher's aide at a French school, which wasn't the job I wanted, but because I spoke French. I kind of was told that I had to. Yeah, that's fair. When they see your credentials, they're yeah, like, this like, is what you will do now. I don't want to. And I'm like, what the fuck you, too bad. <laughs> did you have, like, when you were in your school, did you go through the scene we see in movies where you see a guidance counselor and they tell you this is what you should probably do for a living? Did you ever no, get... Never. No, me neither. That's just a thing in movies, I guess. I actually wanted to ask you, like, if you weren't doing what you were doing, what do you think, like, what job would you think you would love to have? Well, selling antiques, obviously, yeah. that kind of a field. Um, I don't know, like, there's a, like, the dream job for me is hard to, like, pinpoint exactly as to what I'd be doing. Like, I guess if I could do anything, it would be helping people in a way, too, because I enjoy that. Like, I don't know what I mean by what I'm saying right now, but just being able to, like, influence people in a positive way in whatever I was doing, yeah. that would become my dream job. You know what I mean? Whether it be, like, helping people or becoming a counselor or something like that. Like, I, I do like the feeling you get when you help someone. I also like the feeling you get when you sell things. So I don't know. I would love to be the Zamboni driver of a small town arena. Really? That would be I think it would be the best fucking job. 
the hours were probably like a lot more evening than than anything busy on weekends yeah but you get to drive the zamboni man that'd be pretty fun it's a fucking dope job like i when we were at west edmonton mall today and they, i was looking at the rink and i just watched the guy riding the zamboni i was like how fucking chill of a job that must be like you got to do that every hour yeah and that's just your job. That's yeah. all you do. That'd be well, pretty, that'd you be pretty like, chill. Some of them are like janitors or maintenance and stuff. Yeah, and you might have to work on the you machines. Have so you have to, to like, be like skilled. But you also have like stellar time management. So you're like, okay, well, these lights need to be involved. <laughs> so, all right, so the game's going to be an hour and a half. So, okay, so I'm going to spend an hour doing like these, and then I'm going to get ready for the Zamboni at this time. Because you only have to be there for like the last five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting, that's for sure. Yeah, I think that would be a dope ass. A dope-ass job. There's so many jobs out there that, like, would be fun. You know what I mean? But, like, to want to do it every single day for the rest of your working career can be tricky. Like, I don't know what challenge. Like, I'm happy with what I do for a living, like, building yeah. things and stuff like that. But there, I, I there's... I, too, am happy with what You I mean. always want, like, the end game to be positive. And that's what, like... It doesn't have to be about money. It has... But you need to make money, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's got to be enough to pay for your life that you want to have. Yeah. Because work is... To me, like, work... I'm, I'm not a workaholic... I want to have time away from work to enjoy my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And some people get so absorbed with their work that it's their passion, their life's passion to like work. And I'm like, my life's passion isn't to work. It's to like enjoy life. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, and that's exactly. you, you work to live. You don't live to work. Exactly. And that's, so when someone says like, what's your dream job? Like I, I, something that I could still like enjoy my life. Like the impacts that working in construction have on your body, like physically, it can be tough some days. You come yeah. home, you feel fucking exhausted. You know what I mean? You're like, let's go out to the. I don't want. I don't want to do that. I can barely put my fucking shoes on right now. I'm tired. And then there's the other kind of jobs where you're like, I feel. I just worked for eight hours and I feel great still. Let's yeah, yeah. live a life and do things. Yeah. And that's not like the job that I'm working right now because yeah. it's like tough. Like you See, know. That's, like that's what I like about my gig is that like. Yeah, I started early. Like, I wake up at 4.30 in the morning and start at 6. But then I also get four days off. And then, like, if I don't want to make any extra hours, then, like, I just fucked off to Edmonton on a whim, right? And it was yeah. just kind of... When I was, like, 18, like I've told you, I worked uh, at a convenience, convenience store. That, in ways, was my dream job. Because I had my, my regulars, people that come in every morning for a coffee and smokes. Yeah. People that come in every day for a Slurpee. People that, like, I knew the neighborhood kids. I knew all the neighborhood parents. Like, it was just fun to be the mon paw shop. Yeah. You know, and, like, everybody knows you. You come in, good, you get good mornings. Like, I got, like, 40 Christmas presents the year that I worked there at Christmas for my regulars. Wow. Like, I, and I got, one of them was a guy had an extra ticket to go see Gore in like the following month. No. And he took me to, we drove to Calgary together. He was like my age. And because I gave him like free Slurpees and shit from time to time and free coffees in the morning. So he thought of me like, cause I was part of their lives. Like I made that fucking store a community while I worked there and I was only 18 years old. Can you talk about this Gore show? Cause like I hear those shows are <laughs> fucking tense. It was awesome. Like it, it was fucking cold as shit. It took us forever to get there. We were like drinking like animal, like metalhead animals. We were drinking, getting there, yeah. and then we got there. We couldn't fucking find where the show was. We event. It was in the university or Nate or Sade or whatever yeah. the fuck they call it. We got in. Show just started playing, and it's funny at a gore show because you have like 
the guys who's been fans of it right from the get-go all wearing their fucking stonewashed jean jackets standing in the back all old yeah. and then you have the newer generations that are into it covering the whole front of the concert which are just raging animals like yeah. we got blood sprayed all over of all over us we were soaking wet wearing t-shirts white t-shirts because we wanted to save the bloody t-shirt yeah. a wicked show they play like a couple, like the group obviously evolves as time goes on but there was still a lot of like the original members at the time when I saw them yeah. so it was like super fucking badass that's awesome I'm gonna be right back you want to talk to our fans for one second I locked out my fiance yeah that's so no problem I, have to I, I think it's pretty fucking dope that he's gotten to do that like a gore show has always been like a bucket list because they do the spraying bo- uh, blood and then like I think there was a time where they would sp- spray foam and like make it seem like it was fucking calm just going all over the place like it was a fucking crazy ass show just the fact that he's been a part of it was just I'm a little jealous I mean I've seen like Slipknot a few times and like Kill Switch Engage like I've I've dabbled I've seen my fair share of cool fair share of cool shit but like gore that's that's out there that's pretty sick yeah so yeah all good oh yeah how come she doesn't have keys I I locked the latch that you need to like there is no key for oh well, that was silly of you. Yeah, I do that sometimes. She does it to me too sometimes. Oh, it's just one I of those things. It's a vicious cycle. She goes, "That fucker did it to me. I'm gonna do it to him." <laughs> and then you're like, oh, "Well, you just get into the habit of like lo- flicking that lock when you lock the door." Yeah. And I did, and yeah, my bad. Sorry, baby. When you listen to the podcast later, <laughs> yeah. mommy. Yeah, <sighs> that was a pretty good run. Yeah, man. Stairmaster well, 500. Yeah. Oh man, I think we did it, man. This is our first like live, and we. Like, this is our first time doing this like together in person. I yeah, it was pretty fucking sweet. It was pretty fun for sure. It was nice. Yeah. Anything you want to add before we uh, call it a day? Yeah, actually, there is one thing. So, at the beginning of time in the universe, there. there we go. No, I don't have anything. I'm just fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Like all of you that stuck around and all of you that watched the show, like obviously it's gonna be posted like later. But like, if you watched it on the TikTok, like thanks. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, not to beat a dead horse, but. Uh, if you ever want to get a hold of us, you can go email us at two sides of the story. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at two sides of the story pod. Uh, honestly, guys, we appreciate all the love and just we taking do. time just to like see a snippet or like a whole bunch of it or like however long you stuck around. Thank you so much for watching. Yeah, so, definitely. Uh, Share with your friends. Tell everybody you know. You know, we do this be- for each other to get to know each other. We do it for all of the fans who are enjoying listening to hear us talk our bullshit. So yeah. It's much obliged. We appreciate it. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, from this was Two Sides of the Story this week. I'm Tom Sides. This is One Side of the Story. I'm Sean Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story. Have a great week, everybody. Live long and prosper. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two, sides of the story pod at gmail.com.